0: Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, another fun-filled, cutting-out early podcast episode for your listening pleasure. All right. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so much excitement. Our, uh, our entire uh, infrastructure for the podcast just fell into a little box. <laughs> Breakdown. <laughs> uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in max major here with zach montgomery yes sir and alex Newth on the zoom call on the west side hello hello this is episode number 36 he used to meet us on the east side I know. <laughs> nice one zach thanks Uh, we're recording on the 21st of April, 2021 for 21, 2021. We thank everyone for listening. Glad to have all you guys aboard. Uh, there's a good amount to get into today on a very, uh, I don't know, a a weird, a weird time, at least here in Michigan with what I consider a extremely, extremely late snowfall. I mean, Who's ever seen this before? I, I I went for a walk last night and I uh, I just wanted to see like it's something that you never see because all the the flowers have blossomed, uh, a lot of the trees are leafing out and then they're just covered in snow, so it's it's just very bizarre. It is bizarre. Last thing I wanted to see on April twentieth and uh, obviously the twenty first. Zach, <sighs> come on! It's <now. laughs> falling all over. Oh man. Maybe maybe the wall is not the best bet. To, well. to 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 hold up a phone all right
4: we're gonna try it this way
0: <laughs> so we got we got the bunny ears going we gotta I, like you know tape them up right i know bring in
4: the aluminum foil
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's it's quite the production here if anyone we, sh- we should do a zoom or like a facebook live thing to, to see our setup we have a we could twitch stream it you know
1: that's a possibility yeah just get
0: a camera down here can we figure alex can we figure that out is that possible can we get our? Uh, uh,
1: the, I'll have to call IT, our,
0: <laughs> our videography department on that or something, or uh, I don't know the we'll, IT. Department. We'll dress up the studio nice. I, I think that'd be a good idea, so we can manage that. <laughs> but um, it's just so bizarre. Well,
4: well actually, I, I, Alex has a face for radio, so maybe just oh. he won't be able to. He won't be in it, but well, that's okay. He's I TV. think we all do. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, anyway, uh, it's still kind of snowy outside. It's getting a little better, uh, but uh, here we are. We're making our way through. There's a lot to get into today, actually. I, I, we always say, uh, I don't know, I don't know. there's too much to talk about today, but I feel like there will be. So. There's uh, good stuff today. Well, you know, obviously, a, a huge blow right off the bat. A staple in the east side community in Roseville gone forever. I, I can't believe it. It's such Absolutely. a shame. It's such a shame.
4: <laughs> Driving by it on grass shit for... How many years now? It's right by. Uh, what's the pop up place?
0: Jaywars. Jaywars, Yeah. 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 Uh, obviously, we're talking about the Hooters that closed down at 14 Mile. <laughs> <and French>. <laughs> <laughs> they're done. Devastating, they're, right? They're 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 done. Uh, so I guess the only Hooters location left is I think in Taylor, Michigan. So, uh, if anyone wants their fix, I guess they're gonna have to make their way downriver. So no no longer on the east side.
1: I mean, they have the yeah. best wings. Just the best wings.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, they do have good wings. I, you know what? He's I, got uh, an, an incredible, incredible ass. <laughs> I, if, if I may say, I think their wings are underrated. I think they may be a little overlooked but they do. <laughs> overlooked. But I mean, well, yeah, it's not the I, only thing that gets a little, <laughs> it's, it's just incredible because, uh, I, I don't know. I think people don't pay attention. They have good wings. They really do. How many times did well, you go to, why are, they
1: so, why are they so, are they so distracted? Max, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a good question. I haven't been there in a long time, a long time. Uh, How many times? I think I went once in like, I think it was, in, it was like Indianapolis on, on one of like my brother's hockey trips. Like a hockey tournament out of state, yeah. and everyone goes to Hooters. It's it's just, you know, I was I was probably, I don't know, 12 or 13 or 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, they all, they all, the last time I've been in a Hooters. The last
4: time I went, or the only time I went, was in middle school. It was our eighth grade trip to uh, Washington, D.C., <laughs> and it was like wait a school sponsored trip to Hooters is that true? <laughs> the it is direction true. I got from
1: Mrs. Ford. <laughs> Did the you biggest hear that? Direction I got from Mrs.
0: Ford. <laughs> was the, she at Hooters? The biggest direction I got from Mrs. Ford. <laughs> oh my
4: God. oh my wait, a minute, God. wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute, lady! Going on? I will be grinding. Who is that?
0: Um, that's Sheldon White, oh former GM of the Lions. Nice.
4: <laughs> the uh, but um. The yeah, it was a it was a school sponsored trip to DC, and we all it was the it was like the bad thing to do like oh yeah we're gonna go and get lunch at Hooters and they it was like at a strip mall or something and like
0: a strip mall yeah okay Hooters Um, at
4: a strip mall yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) were the uh were the chaperones involved
4: in this were they there no no I mean they like let us go and they're like all right go and you know get your own lunch get your own
0: lunch in middle school eighth grade okay you can handle yourself you're you're not gonna be but where 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 was this in DC. in D.C. Yeah. You went to a Hooters in D.C. Yeah. Just by yourself, walking around D.C. It was some mall in D.C., yeah. I find it hard to believe that middle schoolers were allowed to just roam D.C. free. Listen, I don't know. Fr- like, all right, lunchtime, be
4: back here in a couple hours. You're What are you, 13? They gave us like 10 bucks a person, and they're <laughs> like, all right, go get yourselves lunch and meet back here at this time, yeah.
0: Oh, my God. I
1: think I'm getting a clue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm starting to get a clue, too. So, wow. Okay. So, uh, how was your experience? I don't remember
4: a single bit of it, so I just remember going. You don't remember a single bit of it? I mean, yeah, I don't think so. I don't know.
1: <laughs> really? Oh, that's giving me a clue. Alex, did <laughs> must you been, uh, must have been dollar beer night at Hooters. <laughs>
4: Alex, was, Alex was on that trip, right?
1: No, I didn't go on the D.C. trip.
4: Oh, you
0: missed out. That's too bad. That is too bad. You missed the Hooters on the D.C. train. <laughs> uh, I would not have done I it. I, I gone. I was not in the same middle school. Uh, so anyway, R.I.P. Loser. to the <laughs> the uh, Roseville Hooters, a staple in our community. You know what? You know what really bugged me? I think th- something that bugged me more than any other story about this entire thing, it was behind a paywall on, on the Free Press website. <laughs> it was behind. A paywall. The headline: The Hooters in Roseville closes down for subscribers only. Wait, what? Ooh. Th- that? <laughs> I re- I will not pay the one dollar for three months of news. Um, I do not go behind paywalls. It's the principle of it. <laughs> Damn it! I want my paper right there, right now,
1: what's online the for free.
0: Between, what's the difference between
4: paying a dollar for that and then like a quarter for a newspaper?
1: It's called the free press,
0: Zach. Yeah, it's also called the internet. Now that it's on the internet, it better be free. <laughs> That's all I care about. It's unbelievable. So, what? Well, okay, I would like to know what, first of all, <laughs> what person scrolling through the uh, website saw that and said, for subscribers, oh my god, I better subscribe right now. What <laughs> happened? What happened? Hooters, it's catchy. I need to find out behind the headline. What's yeah. going on? <laughs> really? Okay, I I don't believe that. I don't think I I don't I'm not I'm not a newspaper writer. I don't work there. I'm just saying. What I don't about, think that should have been behind a paywall. I'm just
4: saying. What about all the employees and their families? That's the real. That's the real. Uh, i need
0: to sell advertising. <laughs> it's 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 too bad. So we uh maybe maybe the Taylor Hooters will uh uh look into them and uh, give them a job. <laughs> It's, it's really a shame. You know what? Honestly, I, um, <laughs> I want to double check this because um, I just want to make sure I'm not giving false information. I believe, and I, I, I saw this from a secondhand source, that it was the only location in Michigan. But of course I'm wrong because uh, there is a location in Flint. Flint. which we have there. Uh the one that is in uh just north of Port Huron that's uh temporarily closed, whatever that means. And then there's the one in uh Toledo. But other than that, it's just Taylor.
4: There's but, one north of Port Huron?
0: Um yeah.
4: I drive past that all the time.
0: I would It's it's not along Lakeshore. It's not along 25. Oh, it's like that's why. it's like the inland part. I I don't know where exactly this is. Wait a second. This is not a relocation. Never mind. I, okay. I don't think that's a relocation. I think we're being uh, fooled by Google Maps. Bamboozled. Uh, but the one in Taylor is open. They have 4.0 stars with 848 reviews. Wow. Pretty and- good. Wait, I'm sorry. What is the rating? Uh,
1: 4.0. Oh, I heard 0. 0.4. <laughs> good. And I was like, that sounds about right. <laughs>
0: Um, let's see customer service for takeout was horrible what happened to the whole wings the wings were tiny dings the only thing that was good was the expensive side of barbecue sauce that they charged me one dollar for I will be sticking with buffalo wild wings I raved to my hubby on how good hooters was that was a few years ago but I guess things change I used to always go to the Novi location and customer service was awesome sorry my experience wasn't good and then we reached out to her. Hey, Camille, we completely understand your frustration and sincerely apologize that your wings were not delicious. This is unacceptable, and we sincerely apologize. We want nothing more than to make this up to you. Hey, hubba hubba. Please, please fill out the form at hooters.com slash context so we can make this right.
4: Please do some extra work after your shitty wings. <laughs> please
0: do the work. <laughs> um. Wow. It's, uh, it's, it's a... It's a big story. So, anyway, RIP to Hooters. Yeah, I got some news. I want
4: to hear about this in the spirit of the holiday yesterday.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jesus. which, by the way, we couldn't record or d- chose not to record because Zach had a quote-unquote family celebration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder mm-hmm. what that was. My
4: Well, we'll just say my father's been cel- celebrating 420 since the day he was born. So, we'll just leave it
0: at that. Is that really the innuendo you want to play with this in your, day? <laughs> <laughs> in your family? It's his birthday, so oh, how convenient! Of course, yes,
4: uh-huh, yes, sure it is. But um, <laughs> actually, in the in the spirit of the holiday, uh, my my neighbors recently got kicked out of their apartment. Actually,
1: so, so you got them kicked out.
4: <laughs> well, kind of, kind of. I I, I don't want to get too crazy here, but the so for a long time, our apartment has been smelling like marijuana. For um, just like randomly, it'll be at like random times of the day. It'll be like noon on a Tuesday. It'll be like you know Wednesday at four (laughs) o'clock. Of course, you get your Friday and Saturday nights. And oh, that's a staple. That's always so. so At least there's
0: one time of the week where you know you're gonna have it it,
4: exactly. And it's in and it's leaking into your apartment. And Thursday night too is pretty big. Yeah, but Thursday (laughs) So it comes into our apartment through our bathroom vent. And our bathroom vents are... They must be connected because the... I don't care about nothing, man. (laughs) They must be connected because the... the, uh, Across the hall, you can smell it, and in our apartment, and the neighbors who were doing it are next door to us. (laughs) (laughs)
0: What is going on? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, you know the words.
2: So my room
4: i got high. <laughs> so anyway these I was gonna get up these people had been, sm- had been smoking in their apartment and i didn't understand why because it made the other apartment smell like weed and they yeah. we have balconies we're, we're all we're on a fifth floor balcony if you really wanted to do it in the privacy of your own place just go out onto the balcony and do it instead of making the whole complex smell like your pot sure so I, so these people, like, we kept on, like, selling, telling the manager, like, hey, there, you know, there's weed smell coming in through our bathroom vent. Like, can you guys do anything about this? And they kept on sending out notices, telling people they'd get fined, like, 250 bucks, And you could end your lease if you kept on doing that. So this went on for, like, two or three months. And we didn't know for sure if the neighbors we were talking about were doing it exactly but I, I knew when they were doing it because after like I don't know the second notice what they did was they bought one of those um you know those things that go under your door that are supposed to keep like the cold air in or the hot air in during yeah, the winter? Yeah
0: those ceiling things yeah, yeah sure.
4: Yeah no that go under the door? No I, I understand yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it they, seals the door gap they, on they, the bottom. Yeah they bought one. They bought <laughs> one for their apartment they're the only one on the floor and they have like this ceiling oh, thing Jesus. at the bottom of the floor oh my god so I don't know what they were thinking like, oh, yeah, that'll keep it in. I, so I don't think they knew that the, the, the pot smell went up through the bathroom vents. And that's oh how God. they were getting.
3: What are you doing?
4: But um, yesterday or why well, they were moving out today. But they are really? officially. Are
3: you doing okay?
4: They were officially kicked out of the apartment. And I was like, I, I was like, it, it's crazy because I can't imagine. Yesterday. Being... You said Yesterday.
0: They were kicked out. They yesterday.
4: were kicked. Well, they were kicked out last week, and they're moving out today. Their oh, lease was terminated. Oh, Jesus. So I, I was like thinking about this the other day, and I was like, I can't imagine, like being so like, like narrow minded that I couldn't go out onto my balcony and do it if I was going to do it. You know, like why did they have to do it inside? They got fined two hundred and fifty bucks. They got notice after notice after notice. People were doing it, and now they got kicked out. Now they're on the street. Like,
0: what are you supposed to like? Why wouldn't you just go out and smoke on the balcony? So they're really, really into smoking and sitting down indoors. Yeah. They, they, like, if it's outdoors, it, forget it. No, nope. uh, you can find me, kick me out. I refuse to go outside. Exactly. <laughs> what is wrong with them?
4: I don't know. They, oh my god. They, also, they, it's not even like they were. It was too cold for them to go outside or something. Because I would look. And we can see their, their door that's open on, onto the balcony. And they would have their door open, like, into their apartment, like, wide open.
0: Well, they were so trying the, to make sure the smell would get out. Yeah, but they wouldn't go outside and do oh it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> do they think that being inside is better because nobody can see them? I mean, maybe is that going through their head? I Maybe. I don't like, know. Like, oh, we're I mean, going to go on the balcony where everyone's going to see us. We do
4: face Woodward, but I don't, like... You can go out onto your balcony and, and smoke anything. Like, it could be a cigarette. Like, no one would know. You know what I mean? And no one would, like, what, what are they going to do? Like, the cop driving by is going to shout at you? Like, no one would ever know that you were up there. You know, I don't know. I, it was crazy to me that they would go, like, through the lengths of smoking in their apartment so many times that they would get kicked out. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you think after one notice they might be like, hmm, balcony seems like a good idea.
4: Yeah, maybe we should think about doing it outside.
0: <laughs> Use your common sense. It
4: was it was unreal. I was blown away that these people would let their lease be terminated before they uh they
0: started smoking outside that's, inside. That's unreal. I, I I don't understand. I want him declared
3: a nuisance, I want him taken away for a night. <laughs>
0: Uh, so, are, I mean, are you happy about this? Is this something that's, uh, I guess? Yeah. It, it, I, I, mean, I mean, I'm not. Come on, it's, I'm not that's obs- annoying. That's that annoying. is super annoying. I mean, to just randomly, oh, geez, there's that stupid smell. I like know, that. like it, it,
4: and it would. Go, they must have blown it like straight up, maybe into the vent. <laughs> maybe that's what they were doing. I thought it was helping. Yeah, because some days I'd like walk in there, like, like whoa, like I feel like I'm walking right past somebody. <laughs> so it, it, honestly, it is very nice. It was, it was really annoying so that's horrible yeah and it's not like a it's not like a college apartment like i the place i live in is like i mean it's reasonable in rent and it's like adults that live there and there are college students that live there but it's mostly like medical students and residents that work at dmc yeah so it's not just like
0: i wrote you for the rent i want them
4: (laughs) it's not like people are getting wild
0: in the college dorm you know it's it's a different dynamic yeah uh you know you're you're professionals exactly and uh you know, got, got this group of people next door to you, and it sounds horrible. I mean, at <laughs> well, least not it, anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's done. Unless somebody they replace d- does the same thing. They could. I don't know. I mean, there's got to be people across the entire apartment building that's doing this, right? I mean, you just happen to be next out on to
4: them. the balcony. Uh, yeah, but hopefully out on the balcony. Well, sure. But no, they were they, so they were sending out notices, but they were specifically mentioning the fifth floor as the oh, floor really? that was the problem.
0: Yeah. Did they uh, ever interview you to, like, try to do a little investigation? They, so,
4: at one point, they were actually knocking on door to door and, like, going <laughs> inside the rooms and, like, smelling around and, like, making sure. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so, my one day, God. the property manager knocks on my door. I'm, oh, like, Jesus. in my apartment studying. And I open the door. and I'm, like, hello? And he's, like, oh, hey, uh, I'm just coming in to smell if uh, you, you guys are the ones smoking the weed. And I'm, like, no, it's not us. And he's, like, you're right. And I'm, like, okay. I <laughs> shut the door. <laughs>
3: do you know what this is? <laughs> Yes, it's marijuana. (laughs) How do you know that? It's labeled.
2: (laughs) That is Northern Lights Cannabis (sighs)
1: Indica.
4: No. It's marijuana.
0: Well, they are Bye bye! Gonzoed. That's uh all that you need to say. They are completely gone. Bye bye. <laughs> no more. No more. So well I hope they're I hope they're doing okay on the streets. That's gotta be tough. I know. I'm homeless now.
4: I, <laughs> like wow. They're homeless. I couldn't believe Think about it. that.
0: Well at least they have their weed. I, I guess it's I mean <laughs> yeah. clearly it's the only thing that's important to now them. Now they can smoke it wherever they want. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Oh boy. I don't care in the world. <laughs> it's unbelievable what a story what a a weird thing to deal with (laughs) apartment living i guess apartment living
4: in 2021 well um
0: (laughs) speaking of the uh i guess the cold and everyone trying to 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 warm up right now um obviously not your uh ex-neighbors because their door was open the whole time um (laughs) but but then they got high (laughs) Uh, this, this cold, first of all, there's so many flowers blossoming that this ice and cold may just make them turn brown and fall off, which would suck and, you know, be such a shame. But also, uh, Detroit Cider Mills are facing a huge harvest loss right now and they're requesting charcoal donations, which why charcoal? Maybe I will find out here. Are they going to light fires to like keep it warm? I don't know. Um, this is Detroit native Leandra King. This is from the Detroit Free Press uh, saying, first of all, this story was written uh, today on the 21st of April. 25 degrees, which the temperature was overnight, at least where they were. 90% of Leandra King's harvest at her new business, Detroit Farm Insider, Will be gone. It's an urban farm and cider mill. It has more than 140 trees. Half of them are apples. The other half provide fruits and veggies to the West Side neighborhood. Um, But a blanket of snow kept the harvest safe through Tuesday night's freeze, King said. But Wednesday uh, is forecast to bring even colder temperatures, as low as 25 degrees. So the 25 degrees is coming up. For today uh, there's no insulation to keep them safe this time that's why uh, she's asking her community to donate bags of charcoal or funds to buy it so King can light smoke pits across her four acre business and keep temperatures up so i i guess that's going on urban farming I, this is new to me did you i mean i, I know urban farming I, i've understood that concept but urban apple cider mills that's that's new if they're doing it in Detroit, there's plenty of space. De- well, sure. Uh, Detroit Farm Insider. I'm I'm kind of curious to see where that is. On Lawrence Street in Detroit on the west side, uh, kind of on the west side, kind of where the Lodge meets up with um, almost to the Davison. So, yeah, that's a real west side.
1: So they're bringing in the apples from somewhere else or they're growing them right there? They're growing them right there, dude. It's like It's like a big farm.
0: It's it's Holy this, cow. yeah it's it's I'm looking at the the Google images right now it's this big piece of property i'm sure it was abandoned and now there's a bunch of apple trees there and that's going on and they're trying to keep them warm but i mean it's it's not just this business there's there's plenty of apple trees if they've started to blossom they could be damaged from this weird polar vortex we're getting this if that's what you call it
4: this is kind of strange to me because i feel like this this has had to have happened before you know, oh, like a late
0: April, like freeze or snow.
4: It does
1: every year.
0: Yeah, but I think this year was a little different because the uh, the warmth kind of started pretty darn soon, pretty early.
3: You know, mm. we were getting
0: some warm days in in mid to late March, and that was pretty consistent, and that allowed everything to really bloom way early. I mean, everything is blooming very early this year. Mm. So, so that's the big problem. You know, because otherwise, if it's still cold, yeah, the buds won't grow quite as fast. The, the, the leaves won't blossom and, you know, the flowers won't blossom quite as quickly. But this year, just, you know, they're off to the races. So uh, we uh, wish them the best because who doesn't like going to the apple orchard in the fall? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's huge. Um, okay. Well, um, do you guys want to get into a little bit of this uh, uh, football stuff or basketball or football or the Tigers? Both. The Tigers. Does anyone is anyone following the Tigers right now? They're playing a doubleheader today. I, I heard they innings. lost
4: their fifth straight or something like that. Did so they really? Earlier today, yeah. They're playing the real the second of their doubleheader right now.
0: What
1: happened to Badu? Bad- yeah. What, what's He's, his uh, batting average now? Has it dropped another hundred and thirty points?
0: <laughs> uh, right now, they're tied. People listening to this, uh <laughs> I already know the result of the game, so I don't know why we're saying this, but they're tied one to one in the bottom of the fourth. Well, Exciting. it's important for the context of what we're doing. Sure.
4: He's batting. Uh, 263.
0: Oh downs. my
1: God. Get so he ri- did drop another 100, 130 points. <laughs>
0: get rid of him. I don't, that that percentage drop alone should be enough to get him out of here. They were That's
1: 260 points in two weeks.
0: One way ticket out of town. They were doing uh, on, earlier today on the
4: Valeni show, they were doing like on base percentage based on, um, and it's like qualified for what stadium or like. Stri- Excuse me. Stratified
0: for <laughs> phones are flying all over. Come on, Zach.
4: It's stratified for whatever uh stadium you play in. So and then the way it works is that the league average for anywhere is a one. And the and the Tigers have like four or five people below .5 on their on, on, oh on bad. So they're like half the league average is or is their normal. <laughs> it's horrible. That's horrible. They're Sounds so bad right. offensively.
0: <laughs> I don't get it. I well, well, I you should. do get it. They're bad. Yeah, they are bad. I was having hope for them though. I I want to watch fun baseball. I want to watch fun, meaningful baseball. Baseball in the second half of the season after the All Star break. Is it
1: that well, hard? Oh, Cabrera's still out, right?
0: Um, yes, that's a good question.
4: Yes, I believe he's still out. Okay,
0: because they have that scope
4: guy playing or whatever, and he is the worst. He's a point <laughs> eight or point zero eight.
0: Jesus, on base yeah, percentage stratified. He's <laughs> He's, like, one of the worst in the MLB. <laughs> Tigers, Jonathan, Scoop, yeah, 0. .173 batting average. Um, good things are going to happen, according to him.
4: <laughs> are going to. According to him. And and one of them might be him leaving the team. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I don't know. So what's their... Yeah,
4: what's good their... things
1: are going to happen. I'm going to get some vacation time coming up.
0: <laughs> Where are they in the standings right now? Uh, they are...
1: Um, last in the central three great. and a half games behind the leader Kansas City
0: uh so the Tigers are six and eleven the Royals who are leading the al Central are nine and seven um and yep tigers like you' like you said three and a half games back so uh, I guess we will see what happens but um I don't know it's just I
3: don't
0: know kind of frustrating I get it but what can you do
1: well something we do have to look forward to. This weekend is the MSU Spring game, which is actually oh, going God. to be televised. <laughs> unlike <The hairs>. Michigan. <laughs> okay. okay,
0: that's that's the biggest piece of this first of all. I think that nobody really cares about the MSU Spring game. I don't really know anyone to watch it. I, I think
4: this one's got a lot of hype behind come it. Come on.
0: For, I think the biggest story is the U of M game was tele was not televised, but this one is what's going on. <laughs> that's the story. There's no other story. It's a it's a spring game. Who cares? Do you really care? I do.
1: Normally, it's, normally I wouldn't, but this year we have so many transfers coming in that I just want to get an eye on that I do care.
4: It's like a new coach, like our—he's getting his first real season as a coach, you know, Tucker, and then uh, we have all these new people coming in. So yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see like who's with the who's with the, playing with the starters, who's you know on the backups and. How different players look this year. Absolutely. Will you Facebook Live yourself watching the entire game? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Alex, you too? Instagram Live, though, not Facebook Instagram Live? Live. Yeah, yeah. Alex, you too? We'll do it live from the cutting out early.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll put mine on TikTok. (laughs) Oh, my
0: God. Yeah, well, you know what? I, since you two care so much, you are forced to have a watch party of this game and make sure that everyone knows that you sat and paid attention to the entire game. I think
4: you're just so upset because U of M wasn't even televised.
0: I wouldn't watch it if it was. I don't care. So, I am not upset. It's the
1: principle, Max. It's the principle. Okay, yeah. Why
0: Why wasn't it televised?
1: The Big Did Ten, they give a reason?
4: The Big Ten didn't give them a spot. They said they wouldn't televise it because... They made
0: a comment. The, the Big Ten... Zack. Zach! Okay, get rid of it and just put it on the damn table. We're trying to uh, hoist the phone in the air to try to get better service down here in the basement. And obviously the the stand that we use is a little haphazard. It did give us better signal, though. Did it really? Yeah, that's why I was doing it. Now it's on a mess of cords, so maybe this will do it better. (laughs) Um, I don't care if it was televised or not. I I think it's interesting that one's televised and the other is not. I think that's a little weird, but I wouldn't watch it either way. It, it
4: had something to do with U of M had some COVID delay and they couldn't get something in in time to Big Ten and they Big Ten ended up broadcasting something else. I don't know the exact story. It was it Coronavirus. was it could it, it was essentially it sounded like U of M kind of messed up like they should have had their stuff together and they didn't figure it out. Okay. So then it wasn't televised.
1: And Yeah, there's a I'm reading a Michigan blog right now and it pretty much concludes the story with uh, nobody knows. He says, I just don't get why it's not on TV. Maybe Jim Harbaugh doesn't want the new defense being shown, or who knows the motivation. Oh so we'll be looking for clues cares. as to what happened as tidbits are sure to leak out.
4: You're the only one who doesn't care, Max. I think it's I think it's embarrassing. I do. Like why why would you, you want your you want the hype behind your team?
0: Listen, it's embarrassing that it was not televised. Yeah. It doesn't mean that anyone's watching it. It just is embarrassing that it wasn't available as an option. I get well, it. I understand. Here's that.
1: A, Here's a headline that is deserving of being behind a paywall. Michigan State football steps into BTN spotlight for spring game. Ah! <laughs> uh, and okay. then the, uh, the first paragraph that I can read without going into the paywall says the Big Ten Network is scheduled to televise Michigan State's spring game Two weeks after Michigan's spring game was played behind closed doors, it wasn't televised.
0: Behind closed
4: doors, they had no fans, no media. It was just so like so. Did it even happen? Yeah, that's what I mean.
0: <laughs> if a spring game was played and no one was there to watch it, Wait a did it happen? There must have been media. Maybe it wasn't televised, but there's no U of M beat writer there that was. Following. I mean, maybe, maybe, gotta be.
4: Maybe a few, but no, it wasn't like there. Like 97-1 wasn't really there um
1: it says neither uh, the media nor the public was allowed inside yeah seriously only parents and family members (laughs) i'm
0: shocked they wouldn't let media in i can't believe it they how are they going to write their hype train (laughs) what do you they'll have to (laughs) wait for um jim harbaugh to release a statement uh, (laughs) on twitter or something
4: (laughs) they're way behind on their september heismans (laughs) 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 the propaganda needs to be propagated
1: how are we supposed to know which quarterback is going to win the Heisman? This
4: year? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it was hard to tell last year. You know, you, you, you give one a few games, and then you switch to another, and then maybe you switch back, and then you end up just not playing the rest.
2: <laughs> than us? Than us?
0: Driving around in a yellow Corvette. Nobody. There he is. No maze Corvette. I think it was custom painted maze. Custom maze. Oh jeez. All right. But uh, the
4: MSU. I honestly. I. Obviously, I'm biased, and I think Alex is biased too. But I'm actually kind of interested to watch because we have. I'm looking at the transfers as of the other day, and it's like, I don't know. We got like, ten transfers here on this on this sheet. So I mean they're potential starters like this drew Jordan guy out of Duke uh, Kenneth Walker out of um, I think he's out of Auburn uh, there's a quarterback battle going on so there's a lot of like changes that could happen and it's kind of it'll be interesting to see like where these where they're at I don't know
1: yeah Kenneth Walker uh, came from Wake Forest oh he's the Wake um, Forest one okay the Auburn running back is uh, Harold Joyner the uh, third both of which. Are supposed to be big contributors on offense, and I mean, if you remember our running game, we desperately need them to to step up. But I mean, both of them, Kenneth Walker especially, has experience. He rushed for like 1,200 yards and 17 touchdowns. Uh, the Auburn r- running back, he was kind of in a crowded backfield. He he only had a couple touchdowns, um, pretty low rushing numbers, but he has three years of eligibility left, I believe and the quarterback transfer from temple i mean he was supposed to be really good a bit a bit of a like a gunslinger wild card that maybe tries some things that are a little bit too uh too risky but Lombard, I mean, like just like rocky yeah he's he's supposed to be <laughs> a step above rocky at least,
4: so. <laughs> poor rocky maybe he was never meant to be the starter well uh, d'antonio might have wanted him to be the starter but he was never supposed to be the starter
1: <laughs> just that hair they got yeah, the Ham Jordan from Duke is supposed to be really good on the defensive line. We have three linebacker transfers coming in including one from Michigan which is very interesting and Ooh. like four or five uh cornerback transfers yeah. from Florida, Louisville, Arizona, um and there's one more. And I'll I'll find it, but A lot of like southern some pretty teams. some pretty decent at least from what I can see they were decent recruits coming into college. And they just transferred after their freshman year maybe they didn't see themselves getting playing time at their other programs or whatever it is but i mean we definitely need help pretty much at every position so i'm uh i'm looking forward to it i just want to see what these guys do i just i remember that that first game of the season last year we played rutgers and it was a really close game and i just remember every other play that rutgers made the announcers were like oh this guy transferred from minnesota this guy transferred from wisconsin and I was like, oh, my goodness. And th- they just talked about how the coach at Rutgers had two extra months over what Mel Tucker had, and he was able to recruit all those transfers. And it really made a difference for Rutgers in that coach's first year. So I'm thinking this is Mel Tucker's time to, to kind of do the same thing, make a difference with all these transfers while he sets up his own base of recruits.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Max is just upset. One I team's on the w- one's on the way up. The other uh, doesn't have their spring game. I don't care. This means nothing. <laughs> oh my god! It means nothing.
0: <laughs> Absolutely nothing.
4: Well, I'm I'm looking forward to a full report next week. There will be there will be six thousand fans there. Okay, so. great, good for them. Yeah,
0: it's gonna be exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm could've, sure. Could have gone. Uh, <laughs> what about basketball? I mean, I mean basketball. I mean, just recently ended a little more so than football. Yeah.
4: I mean, Michigan State basketball is doing a big turnover, too. They've lost five players. Five, I, almost, if at the beginning of the year, this was our five starters, I'd say. We had uh, Kithier, Rocket Watts, Foster Lawyer, uh, Aaron Henry, and uh, Josh Langford all gone. So, what's going on with the team? I mean, so, yeah, so they have the one new transfer, and Tyson Walker coming in. He's a point guard. Um, he's supposed to be a little bit uh, more of a point guard, a true point guard, unlike Rocket Watts was last year. And then there's two open spots right now. So the, the, the talk is is that they're probably going to go for another, either two more transfers, or there's a spot open for Amani Bates, the number one junior in the country right now, if he chooses to come to Michigan State. So. Is that going to
0: happen? I mean, isn't that kind of a long shot?
4: Uh. I, <laughs> So there's two different ways to do it. So he's, he's young for his age, so he can go and do the G League route, or he, he's got he's to do a year in college or the yeah. year in the G League, yeah. essentially. Okay. And people are saying you can actually make money if you play in the G League. You get paid to play. Yeah. But the people say that it's actually more of an invet- or better investment for you to go to college because it's a much bigger scene. You get yeah. more
0: branding. You get more recognition. That makes sense. People notice you more, and you probably build up your hype a little more. Yeah. So, so I get it.
4: Yeah. So there's there's talk that he could go either way. I, I think it's like fifty fifty right now that he actually comes to Michigan State. I got it. Um, you know, it, it if he came, that would be great. You know, uh, I don't know if we necessarily need him. We got three, I think, pretty good recruits coming in right now, with Max Christie. Uh, what's this?
1: Jaden Akins and Pierre Brooks.
4: Pierre Brooks, yeah, I was thinking his first name, Pierre Brooks. Yeah, I
1: mean, it would be it would be great if Imani reclassified, and I think it definitely is a smarter decision to come to college. I mean, especially for someone like him, who's pretty much the obvious number one recruit coming out of high school. I mean, he'll get the Zion treatment on exactly. ESPN. Exactly, yeah. And, and like, how valuable to Zion do you think that the treatment was he got on ESPN? I mean, I I bet it made him a lot of money. Oh, yeah, You don't absolutely. really hear about some of the – I mean, there are a couple – top recruits that have gone the g-league route and at least for people like me who don't really follow the g-league or even professional basketball all that much uh i mean i just don't hear about anything that's going on in the g-league or those guys yeah.
0: i don't i don't know so I, don't. I mean
1: the the salary i'm sure is nice but long-term investment in yourself i, I would imagine college yeah. is the way to go
4: i i think the top like three um Draft picks are supposedly they're all they all played in college. There's like uh, I know I only know Cade Cunningham and the uh, Gonzaga player, what's his the suggs. Um, they they're like you know one of the two of the top three and they played in college. You know they they were one and done. So it it, it definitely does something for your draft capital. So I don't know what Max is doing right now. He um, seems to have. Uh, <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm looking at OJ Simpson's tweet. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to keep updated on what um, Dr. Simpson has to say.
1: So, well, big f- just, just to wrap this up, I yeah. think the transfer portal idea is, I don't know, I think it's extra active this year, and you're seeing it all across college basketball just because the NCAA is allowing players to transfer or is expected to allow players to transfer without any <clears throat> uh, penalty. They don't have to sit out a year because of the COVID year plus players didn't lose a year of eligibility by playing or sitting out this year. Um, So you're just seeing a whole lot of teams that are kind of resetting or recalibrating, however you want to say it, where, you know, Izzo or the players, whoever is recognizing that maybe we have a log jam at one position and recruits coming in at another position. So, you know, we're kind of got to reshuffle these players or maybe these players like, you know, foster lawyer or Keith here aren't really, panning out at this level they need to be playing at a different level of college basketball and they can kind of find the players can find their spots and the the coaches can make room for the players they have coming in and the positions they have a need for versus the positions they have an abundance of talent at so i mean it could be good for college basketball i don't know if i want to make a, a, a statement there is, is it gonna be a hot it's take? definitely very it's an interesting year for college basketball it's looking like free agency
0: can we get a hot take is there any hot takes that you can provide us right now? Um, I don't think you can
4: really have a hot take. Yeah, but what's you,
1: the hot take? Can
4: you can have a hot take about anything. I'm like, just, I'm just wondering. Like saying like Michigan State could be competing for the Big Ten sure. championship. Sure. Oh think that's
0: yeah. A, I don't think that's a hot take. Okay.
4: Well, that's your opinion. I mean, do, what have they is only it, lo- Do you think they're, they're going
0: to? They always
4: do. I don't know. Like, well, except last year.
0: <laughs> well, okay. Maybe that's not a hot take. But I'm asking for a hot take. Something that's a little more out there. A little more. Uh, oh you know, uh, maybe it's not going to happen. Maybe it will. You know, you're not really sure. I bet Amani comes. That's my hot you
1: take. Think you think he will? Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Fingers crossed. I, I know, think maybe. that classifies as a hot take. I like that. See, Zach came up. Alex, where are you? Where's your hot take?
1: Well, I don't think that would have been a hot take six months ago. I think a lot of people sort of assumed he would. Um and well, it's not maybe six maybe months just the ago now, is taking, it? <laughs> maybe the fact that it's taking so long for him to reclassify, people are starting to question, so it might be a hot take now. But... I don't know. I haven't been following the moves in the rest of college basketball all that closely to to really make a, a hot take. I just know there's been a ton, and there's still going to be a ton more before it settles down, and we really even have an idea of what the roster is going to be next year. I mean, like Zach said, we're we have two open spots. We're probably going to get another transfer big man. They're saying, and Imani might reclassify. So, I mean, that could be that could really flip the team versus what we even have now.
0: Yeah. Uh, are you guys interested? I'll make a hot
1: take for Michigan State football <laughs> without sure. even seeing any of the guys play in the spring game.
0: <laughs> Let's see it. Go Let's ahead. hear it. Go ahead.
1: Um, I will say MSU is uh, top three in the East this year.
4: Oh, <laughs> I'll write it down. <laughs>
1: That's a hot take, Write right? it down. Sure. Ties I am. count. Ties count.
4: Ties count. Ties count. I'm writing it down, Alex. Actually, a big, it, wait, big asterisk. I don't know. Big asterisk. No,
0: nope, no, nope, it's on there. No, it's being written down. There, there's gonna be some stake. To, by the way, our, um, our, don't you guys still owe me a dinner for the uh, Super Bowl picks? The, the the picks, the NFL picks. We're, it's oh big. yeah, I think I owe both of you a dinner or something like that. Yeah, that's right. We, we figured this out. It was a whole thing.
1: Um, it we was write it down in our notes at the bottom of the sheet.
0: We did. Alex, oh, we did. Shoot. <laughs> i think that both of you owe me a dinner and then zach owes alex an extra dinner i think for or something like that well oh and then i, I owe won. alex a dinner yeah okay yeah i won something alex won something so so right so zach owes us both a dinner and then alex and i just kind of wash was that it it was something like well that. it
1: depends how big of a steak i want to eat <laughs>
0: How does that? How does that play the uh, role oh, in no. anything?
4: It's a meal. You 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 break even, Max, for with Alex. I owe you a steak. Okay. Because you won the um, the three man
0: blitz. That's right. That's for the right. playoffs. Okay. Got it. Okay. Well, there we go.
1: So And I out, won Zach- between an eight and sixteen ounce steak. <laughs> for the Michigan MSU basketball series. <laughs> uh, we'll have
0: to prorate that for for what I can uh pay alex because if i get a 24 ounce steak and he only he's only allowed to get a 16 ounce steak then you know obviously pro rating which is fine I'm, I'm you know i end up in the positive regardless so uh either way i'm very excited and i'm, I'm hoping it happens soon so no yes no
1: anyway <laughs> you'll see <laughs> we'll have to cash that in soon
0: do you guys want to hear what dr simpson has said about what his uh, recent post. Um it sounds like he had a really fascinating medical discussion with his golf buddies. Obviously he was there to provide incredible insight when Tiger Woods had that crash. Uh he w- he was explaining how, you know, he he could have been on something and uh, he's not totally sure, but uh you know, he wants to take a look and thinks that from his perspective he, he could have been on something. He probably wasn't feeling much that morning. Uh, which is great to have a medical expert like Dr. O.J. Simpson uh, weigh in on this, which is incredible. Uh, but it sounds like he was having a discussion about uh, chromosomes on, uh, on, what was this, the 18th of April, if you're curious. Excuse me? It's, I mean, I understand this could be over the head for a lot of people. His, his medical knowledge is very vast. <laughs> um, but if, if, if you guys want to indulge and maybe get a quick lesson... Sure. Let's hear it. All right. Let's pull it up.
2: Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Well, I don't know how it happened, but yesterday, for some reason, <laughs> some a reason. conversation amongst oh, all my, my golf buddies uh, got about the uh, this thing about transgender males, especially in high school, uh, competed against the girls. Uh, oh boy! And what did I think about it? Well, I told him I didn't have much of an attitude about it, but one guy reminded me how upset I was when. Some friends from my old
0: country club in California told me oh. that the former Bruce Jenner was—wait a second! His old country club in California. Just slip that in there. No <laughs> big deal. You know, everyone knows. Okay. Yep. 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 Your old clear. playing
2: from the ladies' tees. And I had to admit, I was upset when I heard that. I saw.
0: Oh, uh, he's upset. The
2: former Bruce. um compete in the Montreal Olympics. I actually worked the games and part of one of his races. It's all about him. The man was an exceptional <gasps> athlete and he won the gold medal as a decathlete and somehow it just bothered my senses that he would be playing from the ladies' tees. I played with a lot of uh, ladies and some who were in high school and some who
3: played <laughs> high in high school. school you're football playing football with
2: OJ. The same tees I play from. Somehow I just thought it was some... Sort of unfair. Uh, In any event, is he going to be canceled for this? I said, yeah, well, I guess I'm against it. I'm against transgender um, uh, males uh, competing against women. Um, It's amazing to have a doctor from this Well, what do I think about (laughs) transgender females who become males? Should they still be able to compete against females?
4: <laughs> I'm all confused. He making lost making me. My I don't
2: want to yeah,
4: me too, OJ. <laughs> <wear> your
2: mask, <laughs> get your
0: shots. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just
4: saying. Wait, so then
1: it then it turns into a COVID PSA?
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. He got a little confused. Hey, wear your mask. Get the shot. I'm just saying. You know, nobody. I mean nobody deserves to hear this insight but well, here we, we just are
4: blasted it to all
0: our viewers could could he potentially be canceled for that is that a cancel worthy
1: post I couldn't even follow what he was saying he doesn't
0: <laughs> he doesn't want Caitlyn Jenner playing from the ladies tees he thinks it's he thinks it's unfair so I, I don't know. I I think that's up to the uh, sporting bodies to
4: decide whether, it, you know, the, 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 the governing sports bodies to decide whether
0: they can do that or not. I, well, listen, I, maybe has OJ already Above been canceled? Above my pay grade. <laughs> maybe OJ's already been canceled. You know, he you – know. Something happened back in the mid-90s that, you know, may have canceled him. Anyway, but he's out there, um, you know, this incredible insight here uh, from from Dr. Simpson. So uh, we'll make sure to keep everyone posted with what else he has to say. Um, some of his videos are a little much and, uh, but you know, I mean, God, he, I think he does that
1: l- one's definitely up there.
0: <laughs> yeah. I would agree, Alex. He uh, does
4: like two a day. He's wearing the same outfit. No,
0: no, he doesn't do two a day. This. Oh, this one he did two a day.
4: Yeah. He's got the same outfit. On. Oh,
0: okay. Okay. He's, he's getting into a he's, lot of stuff. Oh, he's got two there too. Look at
4: that. Wait, go down.
0: Yep. Two. Look at same outfit. He's the in 18th. the same parking no, lot. No, that's no, there's the 20th. That's uh, and there's the
4: 18th. Oh, he's wearing the same shirt. It, well,
0: O.J. It's Similar.
4: Oh, is it? Oh, it is yellow. Okay. That one's
0: a yellow one. That one's a blue one. It's okay. very close. He he just likes the plain pull. I mean, he golfs every day. That's his that's his career right now is golfing. Which hey, you know what? I'm very jealous. If if I could have if I could have O.J.'s life of just golfing every day, and and really not worrying about much. I mean, think about it. He's set. He, he's, you know, he's fine. He's, he's, I'm sure he's got money from somewhere. I mean, from somewhere. He, he was part of a country club, so, you know, he's got something. I'm just
1: saying. <laughs> well, well, he used to be.
0: Sure. Well, yeah. And he lost
1: to. all his money, apparently.
0: Did he? It doesn't I look like know.
1: it. I really don't know. I mean, I'm sure he's fine financially. <laughs> I, uh, well,
0: he can't report any income, really, because then he'll have to uh, he'll have to pay it as a result of the civil suit. Uh, which oh. he hasn't done yet, and, uh, you know, they're, they're still waiting. Uh, but, you know, he's he's not making any money, apparently. So, you know, he, he can't pay it. It's too bad. So, mm. <laughs> but he's golfing, which is nice. Uh, thank you, Dr. OJ, for your insight. Right. <laughs> uh Alex, uh, you posted that article about the new Cadillac, and I'm kind of curious to hear your thoughts on and Zach, too. Uh, as a disclaimer, I'm a GM employee, just saying. So you might be a little biased. Well, I don't want to comment too much on it, but I may be a little biased. Sure. I'll comment on so it. So
1: I think we mentioned I thought we mentioned the uh the General Motors Super Bowl ad where yeah. they announced that they were going to be fast tracking this like a lot of their electric vehicles. Um their electric powertrain, which is mentioned in this article somewhere, if you remember the name of it, Max. Um but oh the Ultium battery platform. I did not uh, remember so that. So they're they're fast tracking it Dude, to to, due to demand for electric vehicles. And as a part of that, they released some more information about their Cadillac Lyric EV SUV um, that was featured in that Super Bowl ad. Um, so they released some pictures today and pricing. It's going to start under $60,000, which wow. for a luxury electric SUV is pretty competitive. Uh, the uh, the BMW iX starts at eighty dollars the Mercedes-Benz EQC starts at 67, and the Jaguar i starts at 69. Um, there is the Tesla Model Y, which is a subcompact, so it's smaller, that starts at 40. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty competitive pricing, especially for Cadillac. And uh, I just I wanted to talk about how it looks a little bit because um, it looks really sharp in these press photos and what we've seen in the commercials. Then they have a picture of it. I'm not sure if you guys have the article open. It's a it's of a free it. press article. I, mean,
0: I do. It's a free press article for anyone who wants to take a look at it as well. It was posted today because Cadillac just released it. I mean, they, they made their announcement today.
1: Yeah, so they have a picture of it camouflaged on the GM test track, and I'm focusing on that rear window. It looks like totally horizontal, and it just juts out from the rear spoiler, and I think it looks awful it looks bulbous and it looks like you can't even see out of the back
4: how can you judge something on a camo picture i think
0: i think it is tough to judge something on a camo as well i I, alex i know what you're saying i understand what you mean in terms of like it's very flat and it's like can you really see out of that it is kind of bulbous but it it would change uh obviously without the camo on i mean some of the dimensions maybe not but maybe it's a style that looks a little better you know like with the camo off undressed yeah, no
1: i'm i'm being overly critical i'm sure but i i'm excited about it i mean i'm excited about more cars being optioned as electric i think electric is really fun to drive i mean you get that instant torque <laughs> and if there's more options and they of, course, of course alex
4: nice of course alex <laughs> what he's all about the instant torque the instant. No, anyway,
0: because because no, because I'm Alex excited. Alex has been driving a a a hybrid for a long time now.
1: Yeah, I have. It's never never failed me.
0: <laughs> well, t- well.
1: well,
4: you had you had the electric, you had the Volt too for a little bit.
1: Yes, yes, and I drove my family's Volt for a little bit. Yeah. Did that we, was fun to drive.
0: We talked about our bet on the air, right? Isn't that
4: what oh, we Oh,
1: I need to get my hybrid to 400,000 miles.
0: Yeah, the Toyota. Didn't we talk about that in the air?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: so it, that's not going to happen though, is it, Alex?
1: Um. It. I am in the process of getting a new car.
0: So. Uh, so oh, I, it's official. We'll, we'll see.
1: To be determined. I, I don't have a. I don't. I don't have a plan to trade in the Toyota when I get this new car. So I. I don't know what I'm going to do with that yet. Uh. So it it might stick around a little bit longer. We might have a chance of getting there.
4: Alex, to I I gotta say you were being kind of ridiculous thinking you would make it. it another two hundred. It a
0: million dollar bet too, which is crazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was not. <laughs>
4: It was
0: like two hundred bucks. It was big. It was
1: big. It was too much. It It was 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 at least. It was at least five figures. Five figures. So include the change. we'll, we'll, (laughs) We'll have to go back through
0: the archives and take a look. But I mean, it's about this Cadillac. I think it looks very sharp. I I am a Cadillac guy. I think that's pretty clear. I think we've talked about that. I love Cadillacs. Oh, me too. Um well, sure.
1: What what's not yeah, to everybody love? Everybody should. They're great-looking cars. What's not to sure. love?
0: What's that, not to
4: love? That inside dash looks cool too where it's the like the what is it? The driver like where the speedometer is and everything is kind of merged in with everything else.
0: The the actual uh cluster is kind that's what of what they call it well in front of you is is kind of merge with the center stack yeah you know it's just all one big screen from the very left side of the vehicle all the way through like to the to pass the center console just big one big screen that's, that's really it. cool yeah
1: yeah I, yeah I think it looks really cool too
0: it, it is sharp it's uh it's it's a cool design i i really like the exterior as well and um you know obviously seeing it in person is a different story uh but uh it it's it's very cool and have you seen uh, one in
1: person max or can you even say whether you've seen it
0: um i have seen them camouflaged in person but that's about it i'm actually uh i'm probably gonna be working on it in the near future actually this is gonna be one of my programs that i'm 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 helping one of my other buddies out with and uh uh, i could be driving it you're helping your buddy
1: it sounds like a school project
0: <laughs> no my 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 co-worker it's it's uh i don't know. i don't want to get into the details but anyway i'm gonna be working on it well if you at can for a portion of it
4: if you can uh bring one back and you know <laughs> <laughs> eh, we'll see take us for a ride it'd
1: be eh, great eh, i don't know about that it we'll says see. in the article that they're uh trying to get real world miles on it uh faster because of the uh the fast track so maybe you could take a camouflage one home we'll,
4: we'll, we'll
0: see we'll see what i can do and get back
1: to you You'd have
4: to get, like, one of those electric, uh, you know, battery chargers. The charging ports. Yeah. I know. I have
1: one of those in, uh, or my parents have one of those in their garage for the mall. Oh, well, there we go. So, uh, they, so you could come come, bring it over and park it. I'll give,
0: you, <laughs> I'll give your dad a call and we'll make some arrangements.
4: Are they standardized? Are they all the same, like, electric port, like the plug? I think so. It's not like the UK
0: and the US <laughs> outlets, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're carrying on some converter to yeah. convert this plug <laughs> to fit your car. I, I think they're all the same, Zach. I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that's cool. It's it's a very cool car. I I am excited to see them on the road, and I'm I'm very curious to see how they're they are uh, going to sell because um, I mean that's the ultimate uh, you know determining factor.
4: I mean, I've been looking at electric cars. I think. They should, I mean, I don't know. I see electric cars as probably the future. Sure, for the most part. Does. For the most part, and um, I, you know, I would imagine that my first car out of when I'm actually making money would probably be electric.
0: You think so? Yeah,
4: I was looking at Teslas and this, and I've I've always been a fan of the Cadillac. So,
1: well, Zach, by then I don't even know if we're gonna have cars.
4: That's true. We might we might just like teleport to where we want to be
0: it's way down the road. Alex, I want to get to this uh, vacation spot in Michigan um, in a bit. Because that's a cool story uh, from M Live
1: talking about the best Michigan well, vacation well, spots. Well, before you get too into it, I don't want to. A, I don't want no, no, teasing. no. no it. But just let's just listen, listen, okay. listen. Okay. Before you get too into it, and maybe it's a good thing that you brought it up now, is this is not a story listing Michigan's best vacation spots. I know. It's a, they're asking for nominations because they're trying to come up with the list of the best vacation spots, and they're just releasing the first seventy-seven nominations. So I want to collect your guys' nominations, and maybe we can even get some from our listeners uh, and talk about them on the air. So I'm not saying we should even talk about this today, maybe. We can. um, But I want to solicit nominations from you guys and from our listeners so that we can talk about it.
0: Uh, Okay. Tweet us, email us, whatever it may be. Send us some type of message, cuttingoutearly.podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. Uh, that's a good idea because yeah and uh,
1: after the show'll I'll put something up on the Twitter asking for uh asking for some responses okay okay
0: well I mean it's do you do you want our nominations I haven't even thought about it but I could come up with some or do you want no, to kind of save it
1: let's uh let's talk about it maybe next week okay we and give it some the thought and uh, maybe we each come up with like our top three or something.
0: I think that's a good idea. That's going to be a good topic for next week because, you know, to be honest with you, it is getting warmer despite the weather we had over the past 24 hours. It is going to be, um, from everything that I've read, up a, a warm summer and a, a great time to get up north or go to the west side or go to the east side or go to the thumb or the UP or whatever it is, wherever you think it may be. Some type of spot in Michigan. You could even get a few of them. That you have, where you think to yourself, oh, "This is really Michigan one of these." Nom-
4: one of these nominations is just Lake Superior.
0: <laughs> the entire lake. It's just Lake Superior. That's not a vacation spot.
1: <laughs> yeah, and to uh, to give you guys uh, some motivation, uh, I saw at the the headline of this MLive article that something like fifty eight or sixty of the seventy seven nominations are either from the Upper Lower Peninsula or the Upper Peninsula. So if you can uh, think of some vacation spots that aren't technically up north or you know classically up north then you might have a winner
0: are, are you giving away prizes for the winner
1: yeah i'll give away a prize for the most unique uh, vacation unique. spot we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll give it a shout out that'll be the prize i like it okay
0: all right all right well that, that's not motivation i don't know what's gonna work then because that's got to do it i would have that's worth so. so
1: much in exposure it,
0: it, i agree <laughs> it's that's that's absolutely huge you could start a, a podcast shout out
1: from the cutting out early Twitter <laughs> oh
0: man <laughs> it's a very very good honor uh, a high praise <laughs> that's
1: high praise and valuable it carries a uh, a prize valuation of $10,000 uh,
0: but it cannot be converted I think to uh, real dollars unfortunately it's non-transferable no, and no it, it
1: cannot but you do have to claim it as taxable income okay well, this, is <laughs> <ridiculous, guys.
0: laughs> this is getting ridiculous guys this is getting a little too much <laughs> <laughs> uh, i know someone who wasn't claiming something is taxable income the crazy story oh. from the new t- how do you like that segue that was pretty good wow. pretty good huh it's was...
1: almost like we planned it
0: uh <laughs> this is wild actually and i, I kind of want to read this through i'm not sure if you guys haven't read this story yet have you i've heard of it i i haven't read it exactly. okay i'm gonna take you guys through this because it's it's not super long but it's it's just fascinating and there was an update um today. On April twenty-first, and it has to do with a local community member, Gross Point Park man. In the headline, the feds have indicted an alleged drug kingpin linked to a cocaine submarine, a Gross Point Park man. <laughs> Let me explain. Uh, from the Detroit News, a cocaine a submarine. Co- a cocaine submarine.
4: That's a that's a that's a band name or an album title
0: cocaine submarine (laughs) is is maybe i think
2: cocaine alcohol and bad bitches way cooler than
0: coronavirus (laughs) do you think that was his model when he was doing all this it must have been i think that why do someone that's completely healthy as they say need someone to
2: take care of them i consider myself i consider myself healthy larry i don't have a doctor living with me do you have one living with you so, no, so you're implying foul play by sending a doctor there? That's great. No, Larry. Let me say this to you. I'm Michael lost. Michael Jackson was addicted. Do you understand that? We all know Correct. that. It's not a secret. Okay. Oh. Uh, would you put a cocaine seller in the house with a cocaine addict? No, you wouldn't Are you, you saying they that? put a cocaine seller in the house? The doctor was selling cocaine? I didn't say that, Larry.
1: <laughs> He didn't say that, Larry. (laughs) Is this related to the story?
0: (laughs) Yes, a cocaine seller in the house. (laughs) Favorite all-time Larry King bits. Oh my god! (laughs) All right, let me explain the the cocaine submarine, the wild story. Uh, an Albanian man accused of heading an international drug ring and teaming with a prominent Gross Point Park CEO to build a submarine to transport cocaine across the Atlantic Ocean was indicted today, Wednesday, by a federal grand jury. Um, Yili, Didana, Didani, Yili Didani, 43 years old. I'm probably butchering it, uh, was indicted it was on a drug conspiracy charge three weeks after the Detroit News linked him to the late Marty Tibbets, CEO of Harper Woods-based Clementine Live Answering Service. What is that? Before Tibbetts' death in a plane crash in July of 2018, he and Didani were building a submarine designed to store cocaine and attach itself via magnets to the hull of cargo ships crisscrossing the Atlantic Ocean, according to unsealed court records and sources familiar with the investigation. Wow. Isn't that nuts? It's very creative. This is a it's kind be- of genius. Yeah, this is a very significant, and important prosecution of a large-scale, well-organized drug trafficking organization involved in the distribution of thousands of kilograms of cocaine worth tens of millions of dollars across multiple continents. That's a quote from the acting U.S. Attorney, um, Saima Mushin, uh, in a statement. Uh, Tibbetts was portrayed as the drug ring's financer, allegedly bankrolling the purchase of cocaine in South America for distribution in Metro Detroit and beyond. The alleged drug ring devised innovative plans to avoid law enforcement by using a submarine they called the Torpedo. Look at that thing. There's a picture of it. Know, it's a it's prototype. Cool. Uh, The torpedo was designed to attach itself to the bottom of cargo ships via magnets. By utilizing an underwater modem, the torpedo would communicate with a remote operator who could track the drone's location via an onboard GPS device. Uh, The drone was intended to be remotely operated and can release from the vessel at the request of the operator. It would send up a GPS location beacon to identify its current location. That's according to the affidavit written by the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration Task Force Officer. Uh, The drug ring would be able to dispatch a fishing boat to the torpedo's location up to 100 miles off the coast of Europe. So that was the plan, but Tibbetts' death forced co-conspirators to search for a new financier in Ecuador, Dubai, and the United Arab Emirates, and it caused the drug ring to abandon the submarine plans, according to the government, according uh, to the government. The drug ring struggled in 2019 and last year as investigators seized more than 3,400 kilograms of cocaine worth more than $100 million, including cocaine hidden in a banana cargo ship in the Netherlands. So, Didani was arrested March 31st in North Carolina and recently brought to the city of Detroit. He attended virtual court hearing on Wednesday, that's today, from the Midland County Jail and was ordered held without bond, temporarily pending a bond hearing on Monday. They're in the process of hiring a defense attorney. So, that's what's going on. That's wow. wild. That is wild. A, a cocaine submarine that attaches itself via magnets to cargo ships. It's this is the movie come out. Yeah, I know. This could be something that's written for him. I mean, the writing's right here. <laughs> I mean, you could elaborate on that. Make a great screenplay on this. I mean, absolutely. I, I just can't believe in our hometown, in our in our own city, in our own community, this is going on. <laughs> unreal, unreal. I, it's just it's absolutely wild. Um, speaking of true crime, I um. I I want to talk about something I saw on uh, it, it was over the weekend. Um, it was um. Gosh, I'm trying to remember his name, but it was Dateline. It, it was Dateline last week. It was on Friday, which, by the way, whenever I watch Dateline, I always forget how much I really enjoy it, and I, I just, I, I just think to myself, wow, I, I should watch more Dateline. <laughs> I mean, really, it's 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 really good. So, God, what am I trying to to? I'm trying to find the name of him. Anyway, um, it was. Da, 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 da. Um, I'll find it. I'll find it. What are you talking it? Demi, Lo- Demi Lovato's Froyo uh, experience is that what was on Dateline? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I want to get to that, but why? Why can't I think of his name? Anyway, he was conv- he was uh, wrongfully accused of murder. So it was. I just want to find this guy. If anyone can find his name, please do because um, I'll I'll try I'll I'll try to find it in the in the middle of this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now you're committed. No, I know. Um. God, why can't I think of his name? Why can't I think of his name? His uh, it's oh boy, murdering anyway, his wife. Uh, no. So, so what was happening was Ryan Ferguson? No, not Ryan Ferguson. Um, God, I'm I'm sorry for anyone dream reading right uh, now. Pete Cooney. Pete Coons. Pete Coons. Yes, Pete Coons. Oh, sorry, excuse me. That's it. Pete Coons. Um, okay. So it was a wrongful conviction. This happened in Kansas. So what was going on was. Uh, and it's absolutely crazy. I love the episode. Uh, he was uh, the son of his, his late mother. It was mother or father. And this other lady was taking care of him. Like the, the caretaker for this Pete Coons's uh, parent. Okay. This other lady was taking care of that parent. So what happened was that parent died and left about $43,000 in that parent's estate to the caretaker the caretaker. Pete Coons was left out. Mm. His The own family member, the own son, didn't get anything. And and uh, rightfully so, not very happy. And there was a big feud between Pete Coons and the caretaker um, basically saying how, you know, the, the caretaker was saying, like, Pete Coons was a horrible son and, and, and tried to c- cut off his, his father and his mother from uh, the entire family and it was just a mess. And then Keith Coons was saying, look, this caretaker is absolutely crazy. She's taking money away from my parents' estate. Um, not just the inheritance, but she was actually stealing money while they were alive. And she was the one who altered the documents to get that inheritance money to her. Wow. So that was the big feud. All of a sudden, the caretaker and the caretaker's husband are dead. They're they're murdered. Oh, Jesus. They're <laughs> murdered with a gun kind of near the the caretaker the female her and her husband dead there was a phone call the phone call was from a quote-unquote neighbor of the caretaker saying uh yeah love it looks like there was a murder here i I think pete coons was was here um uh, murdering uh this person and their husband and this phone call was being used by the prosecution as the sole evidence to convict pete coons of this murder Beyond, was, beyond a reasonable doubt. Beyond a reasonable doubt. There was no physical evidence at the crime scene. None. Absolutely none. Wow. So, so Hearsay. Be, well, <laughs> I mean, it was a phone I call. It was a phone call, and, and all I'm of a no sudden— I'm a lawyer,
4: but that sounds kind of ridiculous.
0: It, all of a sudden, this phone call, like the, 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 the arresting officers came to Pete Coons, arrested him— and he was thrown into trial. He had no idea what was happening. He said, I, I've I've never killed anybody. I never planned to murder anybody. They did have a few. They didn't like each other. But it was like all of a sudden he's he's being convicted of murder and and put away for life without the possibility of parole. He was put away. Are we a and, crime podcast now? Well, I mean we can be, but it was a crazy story. So, so his family, Pete Coon's his family is devastated.
1: become crime podcast <laughs> at some point. His wife,
0: his family in absolute devastation. It's 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 horrible. And he, you know, he's getting older. He's in his 50s, his 60s He's in prison. Oh wow. He he, he um th- he was convicted off that. Yes, he was convicted off that and he spent Decades in prison. Well, he spent he spent 13 years in prison. Wow. And this is what I'll say. Uh, they, they found some problem with the case, so they're like, okay, it's a mistrial. We're going to retry it. And they did, like three years later. They retried the case because of some problem. He was convicted again, back into prison. No hope. His defense attorney oh. was just absolutely devastated. But – there's so many people in the community everywhere saying this is bullshit like this lady the caretaker she's the real criminal they're saying it was a murder-suicide you know Pete Coons didn't do it this was a murder-suicide the caretaker (sighs) killed her husband and then killed herself and they he went to prison for it doesn't Hmm. matter so, what happened was, after almost like a decade, I think it was 13 years or so, Pete Coons' family was like, oh, they're the murdering family. You know, don't talk to them. Their, their father's a murderer. Yeah. You know, and, you know, Pete had grandkids, Then the parents of the grand, you know, while he was in prison, they, they ended up saying that, you know, he, he was dead. They didn't want to say that your your grandfather is in prison for murder. They just said he was dead. It's like, it, it, I mean, it just seemed absolutely horrible, the entire yeah. situation. So, a new prosecutor, a new DA came to the entire district and the DA said, if you think somebody has been wrongfully convicted, reach out to us and let us know. And there was a letter sent by Pete Coons in prison to the new DA saying, I never killed anyone. And the DA at the time said he had never read a more sincere, uh, heartfelt letter ever. And they looked into the case and found so many problems with it that there was no physical evidence. The old administration, the old DA had a policy. Always go through with murder trials. Do not settle. Go, 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 and do it. Yeah. And that's why they wanted to convict him. So they retried him and overwhelmingly found him not guilty. I mean, overwhelmingly saying, (laughs) yes, it was a murder-suicide. The caretaker was in tremendous financial debt. She was about to be caught by Pete. She framed Pete. She forged that phone call with a neighbor and it's just unequivocally you you did nothing wrong yeah after 13 years in prison he was let go and this happened back in november of 2020 he was finally released from prison 108 days later he died from uh undiagnosed lung cancer so oh Pete coons is dead Jeez. after spending pretty much the last 13 years of his life wrongfully convicted in prison for this crime and, and that was oh. it. And, and and the daughters of the caretaker, I, I can't remember the caretaker's name, um, Carol Schroll, um, oh, I'm sorry, Carl Schroll and his wife, Kathleen Schroll. Kathleen was a caretaker. Kathleen's daughters were like, I can't believe it, but... Now I don't know what to believe. Is my mom really that murderer? I can't believe it. They were just so convinced that her mo- their mom was like a great person, but now they're backtracking and saying like, "Oh, this is
1: horrible." Yeah, so, this is just awful for all parties
0: involved. I know, I know. But to think that DA actually made a point to say, you know, we're just not in the business of prosecuting new crimes. If you think that somebody's been wrongfully convicted, reach out to us. You know, that's that pretty not many. DAs do that. What what evidence changed, though? I don't understand. Well, what they did was, okay, so remember when I said that there was a an appeal because there was, like, a mistrial, like, three years into it? Uh, the prosecution brought a new witness in, a new, uh, I guess, uh, the the big star witness, one of Pete Coons' prison mates, who spoke and said, Yeah, Pete admitted the whole thing to me. The, he oh. told me he was doing this and this and this and this, and he killed him. He killed him, and that was like their star witness, and that helped uh, the the appeal and, and go against Pete Coons again. But then the thing was, what? they said, yeah, that inmate, he is a notorious liar. There's like 15 incidents of him lying to police, to investigators, to do anything to get him out of prison. Oh. So he is the most unreliable inmate ever, and the fact that he was used in trial is, is an incredible misjustice. That's crazy. So- I mean, the the only thing that really changed was the new DA kind of take it took a different look at the evidence and realized like this just makes no sense. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just absolutely horrible that this happened, and it was overwhelmingly clear that it was a a, a wrongful conviction. So anyway, it was it was a, it was one of those two hour Datelines. It was it was absolutely crazy. <laughs> but I forget how much I like watching Dateline. I always whenever I watch Dateline, I'm like, I'm glad I spent time to watch that. It was just fascinating. But I mean, yeah. Horrible story. Yeah, wow. Really horrible story. So crime podcast. Yeah, that that could be our new (laughs) bit. Who knows? (laughs) But but um, kind of speaking on um, what's going on with Demi Lovato? Um, by the way, we're not another crime. (laughs) This story (laughs) is unreal. And Alex, I can't. Did you say you knew about this?
1: I did not know. You introduced it to me.
0: So so Demi Lovato. Um. Posted something on social media. First of all, would you consider a sugar-free cookie inherently triggering? No, <laughs> Alex.
1: It's upsetting, but no, not inherently triggering. Like, it's upsetting.
4: Ever, like,
0: like, would I ever buy that? No, it's probably disgusting. <laughs> I'd rather have a sugared cookie. So,
4: yeah,
1: exactly.
0: So this past Monday, um, Demi Lovato. She's, I mean, she's been public about you know her experience with substance abuse. We know she OD'd and had that whole ordeal. The She's talking about her disordered eating, and um, uh, she's been sexually assaulted, which is horrible, and she's talking about that in her latest documentary, I guess. Um, But this business, and it's not a franchise, it's not a chain, it's a single family-owned business called The Big Chill – Demi Lovato called out this business in her Instagram stories, finding it extremely hard to order froyo from the Big Chill when you have to walk past tons of sugar-free cookies and other diet foods before you get to the counter. She wrote, accusing the store of harmful messaging and using the hashtag #dietculturevultures. Oh my God, that's a that's a that's a hashtag. I, I, I guess it is.
4: Have I guess ever, it is. I
0: never heard of diet culture. Neither have i. <laughs> am I so under the rug that I'm just not woke enough that I don't know what diet culture is? Is it bad to be on a diet? Yes, because uh, they are sensationalizing the physical image of looking perfect. So that's why you're on a diet. But you no, should love yourself. For there's who no you value are. in being
4: a healthier person. No.
0: No, no, cuz you're buying into it, Zach. Be careful. <laughs> be careful. I I guess I should be careful.
4: <laughs>
0: okay. I, diet culture? I don't understand it. And it
4: either. doesn't make sense to me either. But she's also getting upset because she just had to walk past the sugar-free cookies. Mm-hmm, she yeah. was triggered. She's <laughs>
1: upset that she had to exhibit <laughs> self-control.
0: <laughs> or, or lack of
1: self-control.
0: No, it's, it's, Alex, it's, it's not that. It's not about self-control. It's the, the actual fact that this business is selling sugar-free cookies. <laughs> That's the problem. They should not be selling. Oh, yeah. How dare they? Exactly. How, you're making your point for her. What about Diet Coke? What about every Kroger that sells <laughs> sugar-free cookies? What about every damn store in the country that sells sugar-free anything? No, I, that, that cannot happen anymore, according to Demi Lovato. So she has called out this small business, I'm sure, during a global pandemic uh, for the past 12, 13 months. You know, they're just they're, they're trying to make money they're trying to support a family i'm sure the big chill in return defended itself on instagram saying we carry items for diabetics celiac disease vegan and of course many have many indulgent items as well But DeLovato posted direct messages between her and the Big Chill, in which she argues that the food, which to her credit are from a brand called Eat Me Guilt Free, suggesting there's something shameful about eating a sugary treat, should be labeled differently because in LA it's really hard to distinguish diet culture versus health needs. I don't know,
4: man. I don't understand.
0: It, it's just such a bad... Like, why is she criticizing a small business for for running a business? They're running a, a frozen <laughs> yogurt shop with pastries and sugar-free pastries and sugar-free cookies. Is, uh, but but yeah, I guess... It looks that's like not...
1: she's searching for a very specific type of store. So maybe just go find that store. I, I don't know. I, I don't understand this. I don't like get It's something it. that only sells health food and doesn't also sell, like, None sugar-free versions of the health food. I I don't know.
0: Lovato gave a um, half-assed, fake, eight-and-a-half-minute apology on Instagram, but also elaborated on her stance in an Instagram video <laughs> talking about her eating disorder, how Froyo is positioned as a low-calorie food, and how that attracts people with eating disorders.
3: I'm standing up
0: for anyone who struggles in L.A. This is a hard thing to live with on a daily basis. My intuition said speak up about this, so I did, and I feel good about that. What I don't feel good about is some of the way it's been interpreted and how the mess has gotten misconstrued. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm not
4: getting the full story. I don't understand either one's complaints.
3: <laughs> What's up, everybody? Oh, no. Not eight I minutes of am this. Not. Don't worry. To set my phone up. Okay, so maybe this will
0: work. Actually, hold Come on, Demi. Hurry up.
3: So I have kind of gotten in the middle of something. With this yogurt shop Didn't called you The start it Chill in, in the milk. Century City. Now, I am very outspoken about the things that I believe in. I understand that sometimes my messaging can lose uh, lose its like meaning. <laughs> She's being very I careful about emotion, what she says. Right? <laughs> yeah. I am human. I What does that and mean? Somebody who is just very passionate about what I believe in and I've lived through enough to know when to speak up for people who don't have a voice.
4: Okay, I can't
3: take it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs>
4: she hasn't said anything in the in the 2 minutes she's already talked. Let me thing.
0: just Okay, I'm going to get to the last 30 seconds to see and that'll be it, but I can't take it. <sighs> I just I can't I can't stand this business. I think businesses are struggling enough right now, and and now we have Demi Lovato shaming them for selling sugar-free cookies. That's the crime, because it's diet culture. Oh,
3: was, so I'm gonna hang out now. Oh, you guys are awesome. Thanks for checking in. Good <laughs> checking in. <laughs> Being a celebrity is exhausting oh so shut it. up demi off my phone oh my, my podcast, oh my god oh my god to work do whatever i need to do
4: <laughs> do whatever and your I podcast do you to turn
3: from me today because go to your podcast. A mental health day peace love you
0: doing whatever i need <laughs> to do
3: <laughs> how do you end this Like oh thanks okay bye
0: oh that's a drop <laughs> How do you end this? Being a celebrity is exhausting.
4: Listen, I'm sure I'm I'm sure it's not easy, but it, it it's not. But she puts herself
0: out there. That that one was her fault. I agree. She puts herself out there, and you know what? I, I don't care. It, it, is it, is it bad for me not to understand really what she's mad about? I I mean, like I get it. I under I kind of understand it, but the big picture, I I just don't. I I'm sorry. I don't.
1: Yeah, I, I don't really get it very much either. But you know what's exhausting? Making eight minute apology videos when you don't <laughs> apologize. That
4: must that must have been exhausting <laughs> for her. Oh my god. She had to god. fill eight and a half minutes of space. It's just
1: it's I mean That's in her so defense
4: in her defense the first minute was spent figuring out where to position the camera and the last <laughs> minute was figuring out how to end the video. So it's more like six and a half minutes.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) Okay. Um, Last thing is, and like I said, just a reminder, please send us your vacation spots for Michigan next week because um, I want to spend some time on that. That's going to be a really fun topic. I think so.
4: Yeah, especially with the summer coming up for sure.
0: Um, The the last thing um, is this story. It's a national story, but it's from Michigan. So that's always fun. Uh, a Michigan father transferred his <laughs> seven-year-old daughter... <laughs> what? what, Alex?
1: That's always fun.
0: <laughs> well, okay, this is from USA Today. They, stay, they, <laughs> they, they include his biracial seven-year-old daughter to another school. So she was transferred to another school after the father said her hair was cut on two different occasions. First by a classmate, then a school employee. They cut oh, her God. hair? They cut her hair. Why? Jimmy Hoffmeyer said his daughter, um, Journey, arrived home on March 24th from Gaynard Elementary with two to three inches on the right side of her hair cut off by one of her classmates. Uh, so Hoffmeyer took Journey the same day to a local hair salon, which styled her hair in an asymmetrical cut and offered free haircuts until the hair grew back. Two days later, Journey arrived home With her hair cut again! This time, a library employee had cut the other side, according to Hoffmeyer, who also said he called the school multiple times with no answer before calling the police. The Mount Pleasant Police Department told USA Today they spoke with Hoffmeyer, but he did not file a police report. After the haircuts, Hoffmeyer said an assistant at the school apologized for the incident and advised him the principal was out of the office and could not speak to him after spring break. On April 5th, he received a call from the principal and was told the librarian would receive marks on her report, but did not have the authority to do anything further. Hoffmeyer said he received a call 45 minutes later from the district's superintendent, uh, Jennifer Verliger, who offered to send Journey an apology card in the mail. Uh, Hoffmeyer said an apology card to a seven-year-old who was humiliated and has to be around her classmates like this? Uh, The Mount uh, Mount Pleasant School District acknowledged acknowledged a student asked her for her hair to be cut both times, first by a classmate and later by a library employee, according to a letter sent to parents on Tuesday. Oh, wait a second. So she asked to have her hair cut? Acknowledged... Okay, so the school district acknowledged a student asked for her hair to be cut both times. So maybe she asked. Is, Is that true? I don't know. That's what the... The, the district says, I don't understand this, acknowledge a student asked for her hair to be cut both times, first by a classmate and later by a library employee, according to a letter sent to parents on Tuesday. The letter, which was signed by the superintendent, also stated that a student's teacher was aware the library employee was going to cut her hair, and both employees have since apologized for their action. So, this is interesting. Um, so wait, was she? did she ask to cut her hair? That's what I'm confused with. It seems
4: that's like what, it is. that's what they—that's what it sounds like they're saying.
0: Okay.
1: Well, I, I mean, <sighs> e- either way, I don't think it's the librarian's place to be cutting her hair. I mean, the—you yeah, ask wild. your classmate, and you know they're seven years old. I can understand the confusion there, but I mean, the librarian should be like, I don't know, like ask your dad and go home and get your hair cut or something. It's a little weird. Know. It is pretty weird. Um,
0: what? are
4: they doing haircuts out of the school? Should I go there? <laughs>
0: What if it was a fantastic
4: haircut? It sounds like it wasn't. I don't know.
0: No, that's ridiculous. They might be a little biased. Though. No, listen. It that's that's very ridiculous. I don't care if a seven-year-old asks anybody to cut their hair unless it's a barber with their parents' permission. <laughs> Somebody shouldn't be cutting a seven-year-old's hair because she just asked for it. I don't. I don't. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's... that's that's what I'm trying to. Yeah, say.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. Um, but why is this a national story? Why did I see this on USA Today? Um... I have no idea.
1: Yeah, especially since it's not like resolved we don't we don't know who asked like how what happened yeah i i don't know i mean if it was it's if it was this. just like oh they cut her hair without being asked because i don't know they thought it looked bad or something then that would be a total like violation of her privacy but now it's like oh she might have asked for it and now it's like well okay she still definitely shouldn't have done it but i mean it's very weird it's, i don't know. it's
4: probably this response from the national parents union that's oh,
0: making it yeah yeah uh,
4: what did National
1: Parents Union say?
4: Well, she's she's biracial, so they said uh, if a nation is serious about combating and eradicating systemic racism, the way we should protect our children from it is the greatest determining factor. So they're they're saying so somehow, that's a racist issue. I don't I, I I don't think so. I don't know. I think there's I just no race involved. is kind of what it seems like to me.
0: I think it's just somebody who a, a school employee who cut a child's yeah. hair. When they really shouldn't have. Yeah, I think that's bad enough, right? Yeah, no, that's really bad. I would say so, uh, but I guess it's on USA Today, so <laughs> national news <laughs> in our very own backyard here in the beautiful state of Michigan with incredible vacation spots. I'm, I'm <laughs> maybe Mount Pleasant's one of your vacation spots. Who knows? It I'm could looking. Be.
4: I'm looking at the haircut right now. I uh. I know, it doesn't look too good. To no, that's like a, like a mess. Yeah, it looks like it wasn't done professionally. Yeah,
0: so. no, I, I don't think there's any pros cutting hair at that at that school. <laughs> Probably right to transfer out of there.
4: <laughs> go somewhere that you can get a better haircut.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> school with good hair cutting
4: <laughs> and students.
0: <laughs> All right, you guys ready to go?
1: Yeah, let's uh, let's call this one. I guess so. so. If uh, I let Max get the uh, the playout music going, yes sir, uh, yes sir. But as we said, we are looking for your recommendations for vacation spots. M Live is taking nominations, and so are we. Now, we'll, we'll cover the M Live story once it once it comes out, but we want to do our own little lineup first. So please hit us up with your most unique and your favorite vacation spots in the state of Michigan. We'll talk about them next week, hopefully you can send them to us on Twitter at cutting out early Instagram, cutting out early dot podcast. Gmail is cutting out early dot podcast at gmail.com. And, uh, I'll, I'll send out a, a uh, little tweet that we can, uh, get some interaction on and uh, maybe we'll post something to our Instagram story too. Yeah, we should So keep, keep an eye out for that. And, uh, we'll be uh, looking for your recommendations. Please send them in or on our Facebook page, which I know, uh, Zach, is in charge of so. Come on, maybe, so. Maybe that's operational. Hey, I'll right. send it
0: out. Don't worry, we got it covered. um <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening, and have a fantastic week. Enjoy the weather. <laughs> See you. See you guys. See you. <laughs>